Hey guys, welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about the money game. Are you stuck in the money game? Do you know what the money game is? Do you ever feel like you're always chasing money or chasing that next level of income? What happens when you reach that new benchmark? Are you truly happy and content? Or do you feel yourself constantly searching for the new house, the next car to park in the driveway, or the next sale to be able to keep up with that lifestyle? This is what we're talking about today. We're going to talk all about the money game. This was a topic that we discussed today in my private community on Facebook. And if you're not there, um, I'll link it in the show notes below. Before I dive into, I also want to announce that if you're not a subscriber on my email list, I send out accountability emails twice a week, Money Monday and Wealth Wednesday, with free resources and tips straight to your inbox. So again, in the show notes, if you want to be a subscriber of that content, go ahead and subscribe below. Okay, we're going to get started. So you may have observed by now, if you're in my private Facebook group, or if you follow me over on Instagram, that I'm a different type of money coach, taking a different approach to money, an approach that isn't mainstream. Different than what you see uh, most coaches coaching on. My main mission here is to help you feel contentment around your money. And that means no longer having to worry about how you're going to pay all your bills each month. Escaping the credit card debt. That cycle, paid it off, racked it up, paid it off, racked it up. And not having to hustle yourself to burnout because you're always chasing the paycheck. That's my mission here. So I truly believe that you've made it in life, not by how much money you make, but how free you feel around your money situation. If that means that you earn $3,000 a month living a simple life, but have zero money stress, my friend, you've made it. You've seriously made it. So when looking for a coach, we see so many people claiming to help you to double your income, make more money, make more money, become a millionaire. There's all this flash and all this hype around having 50K months or having a million dollar launch and having all these bright, flashy things. Like that's what we need in order to be truly happy and content. I mean, that's what society tells us, doesn't it? If you have the fancy title, the fancy job, the fancy car, the nice house, the perfect family, you've made it in life. That's what society tells us, right? Well, I truly believe that that norm is crumbling. And I'll talk about that later. So for most of us, if we peel back the layers 
as to why we want to double our income, why we want to make more money or become a millionaire if that's what you're striving to do. If we peel back the layers, what you'll get to is that we just want to be at peace with our money. We don't want to be stuck on the hamster wheel of never enough. And we've been programmed and conditioned to think that more money will will fix that for us. And I'm here to tell you that more money will not guarantee to fix that for you until you address your triggers and emotions towards money right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do teach in my course how to increase your income. Increasing your income and having multiple streams is extremely important. It's extremely smart. I have established five income streams myself. It's very important. I actually have a module being built out in the academy right now on multiple income streams and how to establish them because I feel it's that important for security. But I have something else to address. I want to dissect this for a minute because this is, this is part of being trapped in the money game. Always searching for that right amount of earnings that will save you. The next level of income, wanting to earn X, Y, Z. I'm going to ask you a simple question right now. And I want you to really think about it. Why do you aspire to earn X, Y, Z? What's the feeling attached to that? I'm going to challenge you to sit and journal on that. For example, I've talked to many who share that if they could just earn six figures a year, so much would change. They'd be happy and the money struggle would magically disappear. It's like that's the magic number that would change it all for them. Establish what your XYZ is and go deeper. So for example, why? Why six figures? Is it a number that was pulled out of thin air because Sally at the top of the pay scale earns six figures and from the outside looks like she lives a good life? Did you choose this number because six figure sounds nice and that it's something that would help you drop the money struggle? Way to dive in there. So for some, They want to earn more money, double their income, X, Y, Z, because they want more things or they want to travel. For others, it's to pay off their debt. But for most, if they peel back the layers and uncover the why, it's finally to live life free of money stress where they don't have to worry about the bills or having enough each month. But, but what if you didn't need to earn a million dollars a year to live a life full of happiness 
void of money stress. What if you had enough right now? What if you make a very good salary right now, but you still can't get ahead? We're going to talk about that. We're so often quick to chase the next thing. I need more money. I need to do this. I need to chase this. And we forget to look at our current habits and beliefs and triggers. And we're going to talk about that. So a good coach doesn't give you the answer or tell you what to do. A good coach asks you the right questions that allow you to get the answers you need that are specific to you. There's no one way here. There's no right or wrong. So what I'm going to ask you, it's not really the money you're after, is it? I've talked with a lot of you over the past year since I launched Money Mindset for her. And it's not the money that you're after. It's the security. It's the freedom. It's no more money stress, not having to worry. It's not wondering how you're going to pay your bills. It's being present more with the family. It's not having to lay awake at night wondering how you're going to pay down that debt. That's what you're after. You're not necessarily after the dollar amount. You're after the feeling that you think that dollar amount is going to give you. So what is the money game? It's the topic of this podcast. What is the money game? The money game is everything that I just talked about above. Constantly chasing a dollar amount. Constantly feeling like you're just never able to fully get ahead to to have a savings account, to bulk up your RSPs, to get some breathing room and fully live life. Exiting the money game is also sorry, the money game is also consists of not having enough time with your family because you're constantly having having to work to pay those bills to keep up with XYZ. Okay, we're going to go into this. We'll also address how do you know when you've stepped out of the money game, which is ultimately the end goal. I fully exit the money game. And that's when true contentment came into my life. So how do you know if, you, if you're out of the money game? How do you know if you've stepped out of the money game? Well, when you are completely content with everything around you and you don't feel like you need X, Y, Z to show your worth, you don't feel stressed about money because you've got a great plan that's working for you. Maybe you're earning $2,000 a month, but you're free of money stress. You're not pulled to spend excessively because the neighbor has one, so why can't you? It's when you find happiness in your own unique lifestyle. Even if that lifestyle looks like on the outside that you have less than others. 
it's your own unique lifestyle. That's a sign that you're moving out of the money game. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Focus on what you keep, not what you make. And I'll get into this in a a little bit, but I seen a graphic the other day and it spoke so much to me to the fact that you can't judge a book by its cover. So what it was is it was a cartoon drawing and on the they were they were lined out together. So on the first picture was an illustration of a lady dressed to the nines carrying the designer bag and looking at that in traditional society standards it's like she's rich, she's got money. But on the bottom of the graphic was a word that said poor. And then right beside that graphic, that drawing, was another cartoon drawing of two people dressed in sweatsuits. Hair was a little messy. They carried like a coffee cup. Looked like everyday people. Um, But, and from an outer perspective in today's society, you may look at that and think, oh, they don't have much money. They're just average everyday people. But written on the bottom of that was the word rich. And this was very powerful because in my mind, this is everything that, you know, I'm challenging with the paradigm right now. I was like, yes, to this photo, because you can look the part to the outer world, but you could be also stressing about money every week not present with your family because you're hustling to work to keep up to the lifestyle that you're portraying. Ultimately, not experiencing true happiness. Very deep into the money game. Counter to that, you've got this couple walking in sweats that they may have purchased five years ago. On the outside, they don't look like they have much, But behind the scenes, they've invested their money. They've got stocks and bonds and maybe some Bitcoin. They've maxed out their RSP contributions for the year. They're doing very well. They don't worry about money. And they're completely present with their family. Powerful, isn't it? What I hope to do with this episode is to get your wheels spinning and help you expand your awareness because it's all about awareness. We are so programmed and conditioned to think it's one way street. This is how you do things. This is how you're expected to go to school, get a degree, get a good job, get buy a house, have a family, pay off your debt, retire, and then carry on, right? So I'm here to expand your awareness. I'm here to shift your perspective And I'm here to help you get your wheels spinning on other ways of living life. One of that is exiting the money game. It's one of the most freeing things that you'll ever be able to do. Where you can just enjoy your family, enjoy your time without worry and stress. But I'm here to say also that there is no right or wrong way. This is your life to live. But what I do want to dispel is the belief that you need to earn X, Y, Z to achieve success. Success looks different for everyone. 
And more money does not always equal more success or an exit from the money game. So here's the thing. The only way that you are going to exit the money game is if you exhibit the belief system that is tied, sorry, if you exit the belief system that is tied to the money game. Let me say that again. The only way that you are going to exit the money game is if you exit the belief system that is tied to the money game. How do you do that? Analyze the belief system. Analyze if you really need X, Y, Z. If you're struggling to make ends meet, analyze your lifestyle. Did you create a lifestyle that comes with a hefty mortgage, a large car payment, or X, Y, Z that keeps you stuck in the money game and stuck in money stress? This is just me coming in to help, to help you shift your perception. Because if you want to exit the money game and finally feel peace and contentment around money and not have to worry about the money struggle, it's going to take exiting the money game to do that. And I know this all too well because for those of you who know my story, I was deep into the money game. My external world mattered. I got to play the part. I got to have the things. Everybody else has this. I've got to have this. Who was it serving? The external world. So this may be like a bam, wake up call, but someone shared the awareness with me and it changed everything. So I'm doing that for you. So the hefty payments, the overspending, the things. This may mean giving up some flashy things from your external world. Maybe giving up looking the part or keeping up with the Jones. Let's talk about inflation. Inflation, you guys. It's up seven plus percent. And I'm willing to bet you didn't get a 7% raise this year to match that rise in the cost of living. The feeling of trying to keep up, maybe sometimes feeling like you're drowning, it's not fun, but look around. Look around you. Do you need X, Y, Z? Do you need that? You can't pay off your credit card. I work with people so often who are stuck in the debt cycle and maybe I track those type of people because that was me and I know how to help them. But stuck in the de- stuck in the debt cycle can't seem to get rid of that credit card balance. I want you to go and I want you to pull the last 4 to 6 months of statements. Go get your last 4 to 6 months of your credit card statements and I want you to take a highlighter And I want you to highlight everything that was a necessity. Everything that you needed in terms of a necessity and a need is things that you need to survive. So I'm talking, grab a highlighter and go highlight everything on those statements that are groceries, gas, bills, or things that you need to survive. Yeah, you might, (laughs) shopping sprees, you may need those to survive, but... 
Just stick with me here, okay? What makes up most of those statements? Needs or wants? And let's be realistic. Those shopping sprees are, are wants. When we're talking survival, when you're talking, I mean survival, like the economy crashes and survival, you're not going to, you are going to prioritize groceries over shopping sprees. I, I would hope, I would hope so. So what I'm getting at here is analyze those, those statements. Are they needs or wants? That's your answer of your next move. If a majority of your statements is needs, incredible, good job. You have taken hold of your triggers, your habits, and and you very well may have good um, money management. But if you still can't pay that off with a majority of your statements consisting of needs, bills, groceries, things to live, and you can't keep up to the payment payments, you need additional income streams. Now, on the other part of that, if a majority of your statements are made up of wants, then you need to address your money emotions and triggers. Now, I will never say not to treat yourself, but from my past experience in having, having gotten myself into $60,000 worth of consumer debt. Yes, you heard that right, six zero. It was massive. <laughs> the most, it was the most painful part of my life. Living with the money struggle literally has to be the worst. Anyways, having been there, yes, you deserve to have things and to treat yourself. I will never tell someone to hold back and treat themselves. This, this life is, is meant to be lived. But where many go wrong, like myself, it wasn't just a new outfit. I'm going to treat myself this week, maybe get a t-shirt or a new outfit. It didn't stop there. It resulted in maybe a dozen new outfits in one go and a $600 bill. <laughs> And then I go back two weeks later and do it all over again. Stuff that would just sit in my closet. Oh, I think I need this or this. I'd never see it again. Impulsive spending, emotional spending, spending to fill a void. And maybe it's not items that are taking up your card. Maybe it's business opportunities. Maybe it's... Um, You'll have to dive in and figure that out for yourself, but there is an emotional tie behind it. So it's it's that type of overindulging that can make things messy. But I don't know, maybe you really enjoy being in the money game. And if that's the case, this episode isn't really for you. But from the ones I serve, they desperately want to escape the money game and finally be free to live. So before I sign off for the night, I want to address one other thing. Personally, my place here is to help people get rid of their money stress, feel contentment, be able to live their lives and not have to worry about the money. Getting more money is not going to guarantee that for you. It may help, 
but it's not going to guarantee that you'll exit the money game. And I'm going to tell you why. We just touched on it briefly there. I will always be for increasing your income. Always. If you can increase your income, incredible. But I also want to throw in there that it won't stop the money game if you haven't addressed your money EQ, your money emotions and triggers. These are influences like having to indulge in things like a, a, a bigger house or this or that XYZ to feel validated or build credibility for the outside world to see or for yourself in terms of I feel powerful when I buy this um, brand of clothing or I feel like I've made it in life when I, I spend money on this type of car, right? It's it's the when you're spending on these external things to to look the part, play the part, or just spending in general, spending needlessly, right? We need to, you need to address those emotion and those triggers. So I want to expand your awareness and get your wheels spinning. If you ever get trapped in the need to make this much, got to make this much. Have you ever been there? When I make this much, I'll be happy. When I reach this income level, I will be XYZ, happy, content, and free. I don't want to burst your bubble. <laughs> but gaining happiness doesn't come from hitting a new income level. And I want you to hear me out. So what can happen often? If you haven't addressed your money EQ or emotions, what happens is that when you increase your income, your emotions take over and you may possibly increase your spending on things. This huge influx of money to your bank account, you get this huge rush of emotions. Oh my goodness, this is incredible. I can do this, I can do that. And you start spending excessively, right? I won't go into the details in this episode, but income ebbs and flows. It's the law of rhythm, right? So if you're in business for yourself, you may have high, high months, but then you have to prepare and you have to be smart with your money in those high months because you may be hit by three months of low income. And then you're going to be struggling to keep up with that lifestyle, right? So you really have to think it through. But not to worry about that because the law of rhythm, what goes up must come down, tide goes in, tide goes out, sun goes up, sun goes down. You know that a few slow months is going to be followed by more plentiful months, right? So you not need to worry about that. You just have to be smart with your money and anticipate for those lower months. So as you're, you get this income coming in and this rush of emotions and this excitement, you start spending on things. I can finally have the things I want. I have, you know, you have more income. I can get a bigger house with a heftier mortgage. I have more income. I can get a fancy car with a big price tag. I have more income. I can do this, get that, and spend freely. That income can often be looked at as bonus money. 
people and they spend, they spend, they spend, and they spend. Like I said, your emotions will always trump logic. And this is why you personally may have noticed that you can't stick to a budget or debt stacking has never worked for you. It's because you have to address your money emotions. Address your money emotions, debt stacking will work for you. Address your money emotions, that credit card balance will be nil and void. This is also why 77% of those who can come into money or who say have an, an inheritance or a lottery win, blow through it and they end up filing for bankruptcy within two years. So when push comes to shove, said person earning 50K a month is no further ahead in the money game, no more content than when they started off because they have to continue to hustle for that income to keep up to the lifestyle. So the income is higher, but their spending is higher. So what can happen is they feel like they're constantly chasing the next income bracket. So I'm earning 100K a year, trying to keep up, trying to keep up. If I get to 200 a year, I'll be golden. So they hustle and hustle and work and work and work and they get there and the emotions take over, overspending any logic. And then they're on the track again to the next benchmark and they never really get ahead and experience true contentment despite how much money they're making on paper. And that is because you have to address those emotions now. You have to address those triggers, those emotions, those habits, those thoughts and beliefs that are that keep you in that circle of um, ha- having to get to the next level and having to do this and having X, Y, Z. You have to address the drivers behind those now. And I'm going to say it again. Focus on what you keep, not what you make. You can make a lot of money on paper, but if you're not able to hold on to it, does it really matter? And lastly, I'm going to end on this note. So what I do know is that a lot of people are struggling right now. A lot of people are struggling to stay afloat. A lot of people are struggling to put food on the table, to pay the rent or the mortgage, the heat and the hydro. And now is the time to be smart with your money. I don't know if you've been feeling the shift, but there's a global shift happening. It's actually, it's been titled as the great resignation because so many people have really seen the importance of being present with their family and kind of going back to basics, right? A lot of people are walking away from their jobs. They're where they used to be, you know, gone all day working are now, um, they're trading that time for money. So they're trading money now for time, time to be home with their kids, time to do things with their children, time to be present. And it's actually, it's the great awakening and the collective consciousness is changing and evolving. Beliefs and systems that we were tied to, they're crumbling. In my personal opinion, I think a lot of people are going to go back to basics. 
people are starting to feel the crunch so hard with their money, with inflation and etc. They don't care about the aesthetics of life. They just want to be void of that money stress. They just want to live their life and they just want to be free. They don't want to have to worry and stress all the time, right? So there, there are a lot of people who are giving up the care of the aesthetics of their life. If they have to drive a beater car, they drive a beater car. They're just grateful to have running water and a roof over their head. And that's that's really where we're heading, I believe, in my opinion. In my opinion, um, I also believe that you've made it in life when you don't have to struggle in the money game, when you've exited the game. And you're truly content with what you have. It's, it's not a crime to strive for more by any means, but only if that's what you truly want in your heart and only if that's your, the driver of that striving is coming from within, not from external sources. A lot of the time, I think we can get caught up in uh, external sor- sources driving the motives behind why we want to achieve X, Y, Z, because we think we'll be more accepted or more valued or have more friends, right? So if if the, if the external sources are, are your driving fo- point, I'm going to ask you to go within and see if that's, is that really truly what you want, right? Or are you completely content with a simple life despite not keeping up to everybody else, right? So that's all I've got to say today. And I think so many people are waking up to this. So we'll see you guys in the next episode.